0: So we're at like a French, like a French restaurant bar and he orders a beef stew. No. And and I'm just like sitting there being like, and he's like, do you want some? And I'm like, I'm not sharing a beef stew with a man who hasn't eaten today. (laughs)
1: Everybody. welcome back to Swiped Out! Hey, hey! Mads! Yeah. I, it's good to see your face! <laughs> it's, it's been a minute, how are you my friend? I am, I would say blissful right now, actually. Wow, I know, worry. I know, I know. Why are <laughs> <It's> you blissful? <laughs> truly <laughs> My seasonal depression is lifting. That is yes, what is happening. Yes, yes. I feel. I that. mean, it's a real thing, real thing, and yes. I don't even realize it until the sun starts coming out more and it starts to get warmer, and I feel like a whole new person. Truly, I'm like I could see myself starting to date again soon. Whoa. Yes, I know. <laughs> like, who is she? I love this. Well, you have that beautiful secret garden in your backyard. Which is now open. We had it closed for so long because my landlord's 90 year old grandma lives downstairs and she's the one who takes care of the garden but everybody Olga got vaccinated yay (laughs) Olga (laughs) so we are allowed back in the garden (laughs) that is fabulous I love that garden it's we're all celebrating I mean I'm one dose in one vet one dose in vaccine here second dose next weekend same next Thursday for me which one did you get Moderna, Same. oh my gosh, Spin. Venom, Moderna. Did you have any side effects? Oh yeah, I felt like shit. Really, I just felt my arm was sore. That was it. But I'm wearing oh, the second one. I think the second yeah, one. We'll yeah, we'll see. No, I mean it only lasted a day, you know. But I felt, look, you know, flu-y. But no yeah. big deal. Worth it. So worth it. And to me, I was like, you know what? This means that it's working. You know, my body's reacting. Building, building up those antibodies, and uh, the the future's looking bright. Hashtag Vax and Wax Summer. Yes. <laughs> we have merch now, but, but I'm gonna link it in the episode description. But on Bonfire, if you type in "swiped out" merch, you will see lots of choices featuring Woo! some tried and true favorite sayings here on the pod. Dating is hard, but doesn't have to be boring. You know what I call guys under six foot? <laughs> friends. <laughs> we love to see it. So um, check it out and feel free to support, share with your friends. We have Comfort Colors, which yes. all of my Greek life people from college know is the best brand, so. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. It's a high quality shirt. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, Matt, fill me in on your life. What's, what's happening? Oh man, I know. So, I think when this is coming out, it's May. It's gonna be May. I am drumroll dating again. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> It's that endless cycle that we'll talk about with today's special guest uh, of dating on the apps. But I'm back on the apps. I've been chatting with a nice boy who is very witty. We've had like really good back and forth banter. If you follow the pod on Instagram, you might have seen a couple screenshots Ooh. of this conversation. May or may not be true based on a true story. <laughs> so I'm feeling hopeful. And there's some other, there's, you know, there's always. There's always some others in the mix. There's always, yeah, there's always. You always a have a favorite. Um, you always have a favorite in the okay, right guys, Let me let me ask you something. Do you? So I really, since starting the pod, have not done much dating other than on the pod, right? So out in the real world, separate from the pod, do you tell people about the pod, and are they what? How do they react if you do tell them? Yeah, I think you just had this experience with Jim Sapp where like he kind of got a little preview of you before you got, to sure. preview it where you got to listen. And I do have it, I think, in my bio for I think I'm on a couple okay. different apps because I just think it's going to come up or like if they add me on Instagram, like on my personal, like they're going to see it. So this guy we talked about it. And then before we met up for our first date, he was like, oh, I'm going to listen to your latest episode. I was like, okay, good. Yeah. Start with the latest, not like, all of the dates. from these Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I don't, I don't know. You know, I'm not sure what I would do. I mean, I'm kind of a creep. So I probably would go get all the intel if the roles were reversed and I'd like want to episode. What <laughs> yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> so I don't know what he has or has not listened to, but I do think it kind of, you know, you, obviously we share a lot, but like not everything is shared on the podcast. But I think it gives you a sense of our dating lives from the past sure. two years, really, because we started in 2019. So yeah, I'd be curious to hear what he says to his roommates about it. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I I'm torn. I don't know. Like when I when I do get back out there, I'm like, I I don't know how. I guess you do, you do just gotta. It's better to just have them know up front like I might talk about you on my podcast. <laughs> Listen, what does Taylor Swift say when she goes yeah, on date? They yeah. know the risks. They know what's going to happen. Know what you're walking into, buddy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think you could kind of hide it better cuz you're not really as active on social media. That's the thing. That's the thing. I and I, I don't think my name, my full true real identity oh, is even is. on here. I think it is. It is? Yeah. Did you want that changed? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> do you want a code name? I am so removed from the social media aspect of this podcast that I do not even know whether my real name is on it or not. the <laughs> well, last year with Anchor Week, we didn't have enough characters to do both of our last names. Well, we that's why I thought name. it was my middle name. Yeah. And I was able I to know if that switch changed. it at some point in the past year. Oh, I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> but, you but, know, I your, your last name sounds point. like a middle name, so. True, true this. I guess my point is that I. I – It's exactly what you said, that they would have to kind of search, I think, Mm -hmm. to find it for me. Right. So I could kind of keep it on the DL, or I could just come out with it. I don't know. To to TBD. But you, you know what? You are um, a woman of mystery and enigma, if you will. And I I, (laughs) think even listening to the pod, I feel like you still leave them guessing. So I think you have less... Uh, dirt on the table than myself, where I'm just like, here's what happened. This guy blocked me. Let yeah. me tell you about it. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Put it in the book one day, the future book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Notes app Open. Yep. <laughs> Okay, so uh, should we get on into it with our guest? Yes, today? Well, I just want to give a little preview. So, our special guest today is an author with her very first book coming out all about dating in New York and the apps. So, basically, Swiped Out's equivalent of, in of the world book. of writing. <laughs> yeah, truly. <Really? laughs> so, we are so excited to get into it with Jenna. Woohoo! Welcome back to Swipe Dow. We are thrilled to welcome author Jenna Landbaum. Uh, she has a new book coming out called Me in Search of You, and we are so happy to have her here with us today. Welcome, Jenna.
0: Hey, guys. So excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Woo!
1: Woo! Yay! <laughs> so, Jenna, I want to give our audience just a little Sneak peek of me in search of you, and read to them the description because it's such a great uh, microfiction series of stories. So the description is a wildly entertaining collection of microfiction stories that delve into the hope, dismissal, frustration, angst, revival, and mediocrity of dating as a millennial and seeking real connection. Wistful and reminiscent, written from all for all the me's searching for you's and all the ones who've already found each other. Love it. Also, I feel like a.k.a. swiped out.
0: (laughs) Yes, Yes, exactly, exactly. (laughs) We are very aligned.
1: So talk to us a little bit, Jenna. So I know you're from New York originally,
0: right? Yes. So I grew up um, in a suburb outside the city in Westchester, and i went to hamilton college in upstate new york and now i live in new york city and have lived here for about six years so i'm an, I'm a new yorker in many senses guys um <laughs> yes. yeah so i'm definitely from around here um and love new york city and feel like new york city is sort of a, an essential part of the book itself
1: yes i, I feel that's why it- you were you're such a great guest to have on because madison and i's adult dating lives are very much locked in new york city and yeah. as we mads and i were talking earlier about how as we're reading the book they're they're saying some things that hit <laughs> you're like oh yeah i've been on that corner in fulton Street. like yes. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> love that for me it was the margarita's a cowgirl i was like oh man i've literally oh done that
0: god. oh my god i love that bar like, oh my god! Wow. i've fallen
1: in, in and out of love at the cowgirl one in uh, west village
0: <laughs> multiple times yes oh my god yes I love that connected with the places because so I do feel it is like a book that if you live in New York City, there's lots of little gems of like, oh, my God, I love that place or I love that area or whatever. But my goal, too, was that since it's told in me and you and not names um, Mm -hmm. that it did have sort of a more universal quality that. It could be really any city with any dynamic that's frustrating or amazing or sort of um, however it ended up panning out, and so I wanted it to have simultaneously a New York City specific feel, but also have some sort of quality that felt universal, Mm. Um, since it is since you know we are all sort of going through it. I feel at this early twenties age. it it's it seems unanimous that the vibes are difficult and also thrilling at the same time. <laughs> many so, yeah. I don't
1: I don't think it gives anything away to say that it starts out the book starts out with a long distance relationship, which yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to. So was this based on real life experience
0: or a figment of your creativity? So um, overall the book is a A combination of my own personal experience, as well as stories I've heard or embellished versions of, you know, random things I've overheard or conversations I've had with strangers or, um, you know, anything like that. I would say overall, a lot of them are, you know, from my own memory bank. Um and shifted and twisted. But when it comes to the beginning of the book, yes, I was in a long distance relationship from college. And I think that I wanted to set it up with that dynamic because mm-hmm. I think you come out of college so naively, um, specifically where I went to school was like a little snow globe of yeah. just isolation from <laughs> the real world. <laughs> I and mean, you are so high and mighty being like, I can handle it, I'm moving to New York. and um i was in this very very sweet um relationship and then once we broke up it was just like i was plopped into like the dating apps and dating and i really wanted to showcase the dichotomy of the kind of naive sweet way of like 22 years old and then mm-hmm. that same year being yeah. like oh my god i'm on a date with like a stranger this like 28 year old teacher who like I don't know it's just it's such a weird um, it's such a weird dynamic that no one talks about how you're you know really not living real life when you're in college and then those early 20 years are so tough I think um and as Mm -hmm. I'm now 28 so I think you really realize how headstrong and difficult you are at those ages.
1: Is there um, a date that really stands out to you? I have a couple that stood out to me reading this book. (laughs) Is there one dating app date where you're like, oh, wow, this really sums it up?
0: So, yes, definitely. So, the dynamic that occurred was that I broke up with my long distance boyfriend, and you know, I had a couple months where i, I was just you know getting over it and and trying to figure everything out and then I was like i 'm going to go on the dating apps, and i didn 't have a single friend that was on it or anything of that nature, so this was really me going out on my own yes. um, and my as I just mentioned, like my first date was with a twenty eight year old and it was just so shocking. Like the whole thing was just so shocking to me. Um, eventually he, we, we ended up actually dating for about a month and a half. And then he ghosted me completely out of the blue, blocked me on Instagram, never answered me. And that experience was like so harrowing for my future. So that, experience, that dating app experience definitely sticks out. I've of course had a million of those dates that you're sitting there and you're like, I cannot believe that this is happening right now. (laughs) I had a date once with someone. I always think of him. I wonder where he is. (laughs) Where I arrived and he sat down and he looked nothing like, I mean, he looked vaguely like the photos, but like, I would say a solid five inches smaller. And he sat down, and he was like, "So, not for religious reasons, for no reasons other than his own doing." He was like, "I fast for twenty-two hours a day, and this is my window to eat, so I need to eat right now." And like, we've never met. This is the first date. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, I didn't know this requirement about his diet. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, let's get you some food. Like, we got to get you some food. Like, I'm feeling like a little faint. Yeah, I haven't had a crumb today. So we're at like a French, like a French restaurant bar and he orders a beef stew. No. And and I'm just like (laughs) sitting there being like, and he's like, do you want some? And I'm like, I'm not sharing a beef stew with a man who hasn't eaten today.
1: (laughs) also I'm now just, in like, corona times and like the germs i can't oh my god
0: oh my god i mean it's it's crazy to think about some of like the situations that we really used to be in and yeah. now we're just like so happy to like sit inside at a restaurant or, you know <laughs> it's just crazy so yeah that's one that i always think about and we just he i knew from the start like this wasn't going to be a thing and like i <laughs> I was not his girl. He was not my girl. No,
1: <laughs> but you just gotta sit it out at that point. The beef oh, stew has no. been
0: ordered. You go. <laughs> beef stew was eaten. <laughs> I, I'm someone who like I'm never like leaving the first date after just one drink. Like if they're still going, like I'm not gonna be. I'm never like the kind of person that can duck out of a date if it's not yeah. going well. Yeah. I kind of just am like I made it. I'm in for the long haul with you. Like (laughs) the second date, we'll see. But like that first date, I'm always like, you know, we're here. Yeah. (laughs) I'll wait this out. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So so what is your move, Jenna? Are you a hugger? Do you hug at the beginning and at the end? Or how do you leave the date typically if it doesn't go well?
0: Oh, yes. That's a good question. So now, I mean, I guess you don't I, yeah. you wave from a distance. I, yeah. You're like, Hey, um, but I definitely was a hugger. I feel like I always arrived like a few minutes late, not too many minutes. Cause then you look really like disrespectful, I think, but I would always be like a little less than 10 minutes late. So they, he would already be there. And like, I'd kind of feel like the vibe of like, if he stood up I'd go in for the hug, mm-hmm. okay. but if he was just like sitting being like, Hey, then I wouldn't, you know, force the hug, but I do <laughs> think a hug like sets off like a, at least a friendly vibe. Like, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Cause it's like, if I met, you know, one of you guys in real life, I'd probably go in for the hug. Right. away. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So I definitely did that. And then at the end of the night, a hug, normally I would say, but you know, filling out the vibes, you yeah, know. Yeah, maybe right.
1: your kiss. If it went maybe well,
0: kiss, you know, beef to Amanda <laughs> and I was <laughs> just a hug.
1: So. I can't. <laughs> of all of the aliases that we give (laughs) and we give a lot yeah i feel like beef stew man is not a great one he's yeah i never
0: i never called him that but that's pretty amazing (laughs) i
1: hope that he's figured out his dietary needs and is like
0: (laughs) it was was all because he was he was saying that he you know like spoke with some like food scientists and your body is I don't know it was like a whole thing that I'm the intermittent trends yes yes. extreme but yeah yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah. another one that stood out to me was the man who got arrested I think at a hockey game oh yes oh One was, oh, I should have done the prerequisite Google
0: search before this date. <laughs> yes, that's a lesson I learned the hard way. Um, yes, no, he was a very nice guy, but I was like, sometimes I say this a lot. When you go on a date and it's like going so well, and you're like, I can't believe that this is going so well. They always then, right after that, say the thing that then you're like, well, now it's
2: working.
0: And it's like, I just there was a photo that I, I. I talk about this in the essay or the story that like, I, I went into the bathroom, I looked it up and like, there was just a photo of the incident. And I was like, I'm never going to get over this. Like, this is just like too much for me. And so, yeah. And like, I, I think that he kind of like knew that he shouldn't have slipped that out. Um, <laughs> I mean,
1: uh, yeah. as you were going through these experiences, Jenna, were you, thinking ahead, being like, I'm documenting these, I have my notes app open. (laughs) Was this sort of a a retrospective piecing these experiences
0: together? It was definitely a retrospective. So I work in marketing um, as a creative director. So I have always sort of had like a nine to five job, but Mm -hmm. I also was a creative writing major and theater major. So I've had these like creative projects on the side. So I when I first graduated a play that I wrote I produced like through the fringe festival in the city and it was like so awesome and it kind of made me be like okay we're always going to you know hopefully one day it's our full-time career but for now like we always will you know do what we love on the side yeah so I did a few different things throughout the years and then I was at one particular junction in my life where I was working these like crazy hours at my corporate job. And then when I wasn't, I'd be going on these really bad dates. And I just was like, something has to change somehow. And I am someone who like, I'm, I'm always like writing a little bit, like, I'm Mm -hmm. not someone who's like, I write 30 minutes a day, or, Mm -hmm. you know, three hours every Saturday. It's like, I'm always like in a little bit of like a note taking state.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I just always sort of been that way. And so I would write these little notes like sometimes on my way back from a date or like on my way to work the next day. And I don't really know what I thought, where I thought they were going mostly just for myself, I think. And then I was like, I'm going to write a book about these dates. I just don't know what, what it's going to be. And so then at first it was a collection of like full length essays. So it was extremely detailed accounts of like, okay, first date, we went here. This is what happened. Mm -hmm. blah blah, And then, as I was reviewing them, I realized that only three or four sentences of the essay were actually like funny or oh. left me with some emotion or, you know, I was always drawn to like just a moment of it rather than the whole saga, I think. Right. Um, and so then I was like, what can I do with these three or four sentences? And then I created this little unique format, um, which is like half. Or it's sort of like poetry, prose, and dialogue, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I just think it's like a way to encapsulate like the actual feeling of it and like that's sort of the poetic part of it. But then I wanted to showcase like what it's actually like to go on a date, not in a glamorized way. So I'm I've always been drawn to like rom-coms and you know shows and books about dating and love and all that and i love all these shows but like sex in the city and girls and all those shows were so great but they gave such a sort of niche perspective Mm -hmm. i wanted Mm -hmm. it to feel very normal like this is really what happens Mm -hmm. and i'm just a normal person trying
1: That's sort of how we landed. Jenna, I have to tell you, you inspired me because Savannah knows this. I had a very similar approach when I was 22, 23, first dating on the apps. And I had it in my head that I was going to write this book one day called Cocktails, T-A-L-E-S. And it would be little micro stories with the drink that the guy ordered on the first date. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) This is genius. You have two readers
0: ready, Madison. Wait, this, this is a genius idea. I would love to do a Me in Search of You cocktails partnership. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh,
1: yes. A spin-off series. I yes. love it. <laughs>
0: I also think, like, that is – so telling, like what someone orders on a date, I mm-hmm. think it just yes. really tells a lot about them. Um, and so I love that idea of, of mixing those things. That's Thank genius. You.
1: Do you have any memorable stories of drinks the guys have ordered besides beef stew, man? That really stands out. Oh God.
0: <laughs> so I'm trying to think about that one. I did have one date who ordered very very like a cranberry vodka over mm-hmm. and over. And I was just like that's fine like if you want that but I just felt like that's never, you know, the 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 choice that I would think that someone would go for. But other than that I feel like it's been very like the classic dynamic of like a beer or like a whiskey, like that type of thing, but I will say I always like wait for them to order first. And mm-hmm. then I order because I I don't want to be like I'm gonna get a martini if you're mm-hmm. gonna get like a Coors Light like we right. gotta be on the
2: same <laughs> we're, we're reading the, the vibe yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. like yeah
0: so that's one thing I will say about that
1: okay well maybe it's a me thing maybe i just attract the crazies but i've had oh, many many memorable uh, there was mudslide man and you no. know side is like a milkshake an alcoholic milkshake and he got no. not one but three which Ooh. i'm thinking i'm kind of like lactose intolerant like how does one do that that is should... <laughs> a very heavy choice <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like i have a lot of follow-up questions for him one guy
0: <laughs> what wait is- i i have a question about this were you at just like a normal bar a like normal I
1: remember- a normal bar in Harlem. Like not the vibe at all.
0: Like not on like a tropical vacation. I feel no. like that's where you would get it. They I probably like-,
1: like had to get the ingredients. They're like we don't have <laughs> milk <yet. laughs> We don't have milkshake <laughs> ingredients yeah. right now. And then I think he went to get pizza afterwards with like a friend. He was going to Columbia at the time and I was like so much dairy, like I don't know. <laughs> God. Oh yeah I really admire that kind of diet, I feel like... a, sh- a strong stomach. For sure. yes. He's an evolved man. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe he fasts. <laughs> maybe he only yeah. eats during those hours as well and he can fit it in. Um so that was one. Another one was a guy who exclusively drank mimosas, which would be fine if you are going on a brunch date, but it would be like 12 oh p.m. at Mr. Purple and like that's just not the vibe.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Another thing that I feel like just doesn't sit well necessarily. Like for me, the orange juice, sh- it's just a lot of sugar. Like if yeah, you're really sure. drinking them. Like, yeah.
1: If you don't yeah, have yeah. the brunchy food to help
0: soak yeah. it up. Yeah. 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 Totally. And then
1: like, again, what do you drink to go along with that? I think I maybe went with like a mojito <laughs> to like be a little like that. lazy.
0: <laughs> That's a great choice. You handled that one well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, so I want to get into the book a little bit with you, Jenna. Sure. I I highlighted a couple. Little vignettes that I loved. Let me see. And I don't know if you have your book with you, but I was thinking maybe you could read them for us. Absolutely, tell me. Okay, let me see. Oh, okay. So early on, nine pages in, we tightened. That one really got me because it reminded me of all the Zoom dating of the past year, and I was oh, triggered. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure. So we tightened. It was my birthday. Let me smush cake into the phone, you said, and I grinned. How's it taste? It was moments like these that I felt the gap of states between New York and Texas clasped shut. It was moments like these I felt we could make it. I would often excessively doll myself up to FaceTime just to try, just to try, just to make it feel like more than it was. Mm -hmm. Crazy. (laughs) Oh,
1: I feel like that right there described, I'm sure, the the experience of millions of people trying to either Zoom date during this pandemic yeah. or to, to stay with a long distance partner over this time. Yeah. Which, I mean, kudos to all of you yeah. who put yourself out there and tried versus me who uh, just curled <laughs> up in a corner and said, not for me.
0: <laughs> well, I, so I didn't really, I, I have to admit to you guys, I didn't really do the Zoom dating. I yeah. I was in a relationship until last summer, and then we broke up. and then ever since then, I haven't been dating much. so oh, were I you there? yeah so and then i'm like I, I mentioned to you guys i i lived in florida for three months with a friend at her house and the retirement community <laughs> so we definitely were not dating um, so i just got back to new york last week so i guess we'll see what happens but i did not embark on the zoom dating i really admire it because just knowing how much I'm on Zoom for work. I can't yeah. even imagine really, like, digging into that experience. So, yeah, and I think, like, even with the one we just read, it was a lot of FaceTiming and trying. Mm. Yeah. But for me, it was just, it was so difficult to, like, feel the actual connection mm-hmm. through that. So mm-hmm.
1: What I really appreciated, Jenna, were the little touches of commonality that you would weave throughout the story so one of my personal favorites was peep from hinge yes. this was real you you match with the no class. that wasn't real okay. it was just
0: an example of like the Some like crazy game such a weird name yeah <laughs> like if this is a nickname in your life like that's great but put your real name on him like sure
1: we're, we're not me. there yet yeah.
0: <laughs> this one was i trudged on page 49 Okay. I trudged. Hours alone in the trenches of Bumble. Can I date someone named Peep? Is he standing on the toilet? Why is every picture with grandma? Why does his bio say obsessed with ham? Like the cold cut? Why are they in a chicken costume in two of their photos? How often are they in this costume? No to central New Jersey. We just talked about that. No to a selfie at their desk. No to cyclists. See part one. No to the word cutie, hun, baby, sexy, sexual fantasy, sexual position, threesome, ass. (laughs) No to asking me what I'm wearing, doing in bed, why I haven't found someone. Hours and hours I spend with these creatures, and to them I am a creature as well. And we are those scaly, homely ghouls wandering around the internet seeking a few glances, a few sparks down our spine. It truly feels like a weird video game of avatars I get to choose from until I'm walking into the bar and my avatar is awkwardly real. Mm. i mean mm.
1: anyone who has done nice. the dating experience you cannot tell me that yes. not sum it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. it's a roll strike to the heart there you go
0: <laughs> so, because, it kills me
1: yeah well i was gonna say you know what i think the craziest part to me always is especially those like early 20s of dating i don't know why i think not that guys have become less crazy I just think they've bottomed out a bit as we've gotten a little bit mm. older yeah. but you're first on there I mean the things that they would ask you the crazy photos they mm-hmm. would have and this was just like part of the norm and like for me I guess I was lucky Jenna you were out there doing it on your own which kudos but a lot of my friends and my roommates we were all kind of going through this at the same time mm-hmm. so we at least could share our war stories with one another but it's just crazy. It does feel like you're in a game. It doesn't feel like real people the way that some guys choose to behave.
0: Yes. And, and I'm lucky because, so when I first started, I was definitely the lone soldier, but then I got a few sort of people on board and, and it, and like even at my job and, you know, across different parts of my life. And it really is this like feeling of like, you get it. Like, okay, we are doing this weird thing and we are going for it. Like, Um, and that's a really, a really important part of it, I think. And that's sort of the other, one of the reasons why I wrote this was for those people who don't have a friend to chat about it with that really understands it's, you know, I'm here to tell you that, you know, I went through it. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, when it comes to the photos that I see on the data, (laughs) (laughs) and, and Listen, I know that some, some of these people are truly oblivious to, you know, they really think that they want to put their chicken costume as one of their choices because they think it's funny. (laughs) They're quirky. (laughs) No, that's who they are. And you, you, the one thing I will say about um, the photos is that when you see a photo of someone and you're like, well, he's cute, but this photo is just like odd to me, like you... I, and I've gone on those dates with those people, like it always ends up that like the little, little thought in your head that was like, there's something a little odd to me about this. Uh-huh. When you're looking at the photo, it ends up being true. So uh-huh. it, it's like, I wouldn't put that much weight on the photos, but I think as you're scrolling and if, if something doesn't appeal to you, then go with that because it does end up sort of coming true. I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, the
0: gut intuition. Ends yeah. Up. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really think that.
1: So we always do this thing Jenna called our oh no no's where it's Love if you that. see something on the apps or dating, you're like, oh no. Oh no. no. Oh
0: no, no.
1: For example, <laughs> the tried and true fish picture. Oh no no. Or the gym <laughs> mirror selfie. Oh no no. No no no
0: no no. <laughs> wow. For
1: you it might be um, the chicken costume. What what stands out in your memory? <laughs>
0: So I think that this is in here. I really think it's odd when people take photos and, you know, they're at their cubicle at work. Yeah. Like, and like it's like angled up and it's like mm-hmm. they're in their suit or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just even ask your coworker to step outside with yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> and take the photo. And I would agree. I, I am someone who like, I, I don't love any kind of selfie from, a man like a man's profile, no. and this is someone who takes a lot of selfies, takes a lot of mirror pics. Yeah. Like, I love it, for, and maybe it's a double standard. I love it for me, but I, I just am like, there's, I don't, it's just not for me. I also don't love like a gym photo, uh, mm-hmm. and there are girls that like that would be right for some girls, exactly. But it's just not my. Yeah, I, like, I would never post a photo of myself at the gym. Like that kills me. <laughs> <laughs> Think about finagling that. Oh God. I also think that if there's more than one photo where their shirt is off, uh, for mm. me, that's like typically like, I don't love that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, those are some of my oh no no's. Uh, the fish to me is, I've become so numb to it that I'm just like, okay, whatever. It's like <laughs> I know what you're doing. It's, okay.
1: yeah. <laughs> it's I will. I will say this. It's a little bit less in New York. Now I'm back in Pennsylvania. And now you get the lovely array of like hunting pictures and like oh, yes. duck photos and just <laughs> camo, not ironically. And I just. I don't know. I have to keep <laughs> expanding my radius, like a, l- a little bit further. Just give me a little bit of DC, a little bit of Philly.
0: Yeah, I I give me something. No, <laughs> give me and something I give me, the other one is when every photo there's sunglasses and a hat on. Yes. So no. I'm like, no, I need to see what you look like. like this is the whole point. Like, yeah. I gotta see what you yeah. actually look like. So,
1: well, and Jenna, you in the book, we learn that you are not a huge outdoorsy gal. <laughs> so if someone has like a bunch of hiking photos or that is, is that a is that a no-go
0: so I was just talking about this with one of my friends I I could totally go for a hike that's a wonderful walk right yeah <laughs> On, i i could go for a hike and then we like go out to dinner yeah. or you know or even we bring some snacks like mm-hmm. i'm totally down with that but that's pretty much that personally like that's just the extent of my i out- i love the beach but i really am not an worthy so if i see someone and every photo is them like in a canoe mm-hmm. um <laughs> like scaling the side of a rock wall or yeah i was like, <laughs> just like we're going to have a lot more hurdles <laughs> than like if you could just find like another outdoorsy girl like yeah I just you know so if, if there's one photo of them hiking or whatever i'm like sure whatever but if it's like the, i've i recently have been getting quite a few of these on hinge where they're hiking like every photo is outdoorsy and i'm like okay we're, we're just not about. it's not <laughs> the- <laughs> compatible yeah, yeah.
1: A new one I found recently is the guys that have clearly gone on a photo shoot, which kudos. I'm glad that you took the initiative, but it's just like the same outfit and different, (laughs) slightly different poses over and over and over. (laughs) You look like a serial killer. I'm scared to go out with you. Yes. So are you back on the apps now, Jenna, that you're here in New York? Are you looking to start getting out on dates? What's kind of your current vibe going into
0: summer? yes um so i am back on hinge yes um, giving it a whirl <laughs> just downloaded it last week um, okay but, we're yeah. fans of hinge here yes i'm gonna you know it's like i'm, I'm my approach this go round is just like i like a widespread like you know we'll see what happens like hang out with my friends and go out and you know try and meet people that way and also you know, the dating apps shouldn't be working out. So Mm -hmm. I'm definitely like open to dating. I really, like I said, took like so many months off, which in my early twenties, I was dating all the time. So I think that this was probably my longest hiatus and I feel very ready to date and meet new people. And I think the summer is very open for um, opportunities to meet people. I already feel like the city is in like a really great state, and everyone's like more social, and there's like yeah. plans, and everything's opening up, which is great. Yeah, it's good you to have see
1: this, this great line, Janet, towards the end of the book about the romance of New York in July.
0: Yes, oh, um,
1: I can't, I can't agree more. There's something about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that you know people always. That everyone in New York goes away over the summer and then they come back in the fall, but like I love New York in the summer. It's so hot, but it's like everybody wants to just like go out and and I mean before eating outside was such a thing. Obviously, it was just like you'd love to like go to a rooftop or an outdoor bar, and it's just like the vibe is like a more relaxed New York. I think
1: Mm -hmm. I agree, and also again the (laughs) my two my two Great romances, I would say, ended in July, but also kind of hit the peak uh, in July, which is my birthday. Oh. So <laughs> I, I
0: can, can relate <laughs> with July.
1: <laughs> but okay, so we have to get into the story for everybody, Jenna, because it's so crazy to me. And as someone who related to all of your visits to psychics, and we just had a psychic, Drew McLean, oh, on the just show. Listened to that. Yeah,
0: yes. he was amazing. He's really,
1: really good. Yeah. I've had some crazy experiences with him. So I want to have you share, if you will, on page 127, I giggled and I want to get into it.
0: Okay. I giggled. Our fifth date was on July 15th. We had burgers and large beers in Alphabet City. And all I wanted to tell you was that a psychic cab driver named Daniel said this might happen. But I figured if I wanted a sixth date, I probably shouldn't mention it. Even my most cynical friends can't believe this. So crazy. Okay, tell us the story.
1: This is so wild. So New York to me yes. too.
0: Yes, so essentially the story goes like this. So I was out one day, it was a Saturday, and I was at a uh, like a party on a, my friend's roof, and I was like actually chatting with this guy, and it was, it was going so well, it was going so well, and then it's actually the story before the cab driver went. Um, and then he was, it just like took a turn as it always does. Like, it's like, then he was just like, so weirdly aggressive. And I was like, I don't, I'm over this. So then I just hopped in a cab and like, was going to go home. And in the cab, uh, the driver starts chatting with me and I'm very chatty. So I, I this is like the norm when I go in an Uber or a cab. And he was basically like, you have no reason to believe me, but I come from a line of African psychics and I'm getting this energy from you that um, you're gonna find love soon. And I was just like loving it. I was like, oh my God,
2: like <laughs> I'm <loving> everything. <laughs>
0: name is Daniel he was very sweet and he was like by July 15th you'll know who the person is and I'm like elated I'm like you are the best person I've ever met like thank you whatever and he was like I'm I'm so sure of it that I'm gonna give you my phone number and if you don't find someone by then that like you're in a relationship with like you can call me and um and he was like an a, like older man like with a family like truly the nicest man and I was like okay and so I got out of the cab whatever I I like go and didn't tell my roommates I'm like you'll never believe this like this is insane and they're like classic Jenna like some weird story <laughs> 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 then at that point I was sort of like talking to a few different people I think but like nothing at all that was close to a relationship and it was, you know, it was May, and then I was like going on dating updates, and actually, that was when I met the beef stew man. <laughs> I mean, I so tired of that and I like left the date being like, "Well, this is not July. 1st, right? <laughs> this can't be him."
1: So, oh my God! Wait, I'm sorry. I just have to note that the stew was in July. Yes, it was not God winter. Yes, yes. <laughs> in my head it was winter <laughs> it was so many summer. layers have been added okay, <laughs> okay I'm so sorry summer night hot hot summer yeah hot hot stew <laughs> okay carry on carry on I'm that's so sorry no that's an amazing point that I should have included oh my
0: gosh <laughs> so anyway then I was yeah so I was going on a lot of different dates and then I just started dating someone like in just, our first date was like the maybe July 1st or 2nd and then I kind of knew right away though that we were going to date like it was just a different kind of dynamic it was just a lot a lot easier and like it it was it wasn't like an immediate like oh my god this is it it was more like he was just very like on the first date the second date was already planned then the second date the third date was planned and then like it was just the Mm -hmm. plans were always really set which was Mm -hmm. what I had always struggled with with everyone else was like they would love me on the first date, and then I'd be like, okay, well, what's the second date? And they'd be like, sometime this month. And I'm like, okay, yeah. this is like yeah. this. So that was what the dy- that's how the dynamic felt different. I definitely was like all over the place in the beginning, being like, does he like me? Do I like him? What's going on? And then by July 15th, it was like our sixth date, I feel like, or something like that, or fifth date, I don't know, who knows. And then I was like staring at him at the table, being like this has got to be who Daniel said and we, did, we dated for a year so wow yeah. right yep Daniel crazy so
1: crazy I know and that's so, okay so that answers my question about that relationship but yeah. <laughs> I was saying to Savannah before you got on Jenna it I don't know I feel like I've just become emotional during quarantine yeah, my awesome. emotions are all over the place. But I was like I teared up at that at the ending just because I I um, resonated that. with that story so much of like all of these trials and tribulations of bad dates and then you like find someone and it clicks and you like mm. feel that hope again like you're not completely yeah. bitter and jaded you're like okay it still yeah. exists. <laughs>
0: Yes and I wanted it to be like an ending where it's like it's hopeful but it's not like oh my god now we're dating and we're getting married and like it's -hmm. just that beginning stage where you're really like feeling out the whole thing but you feel really hopeful so it's so funny too because I finished the book maybe like sometime in July or August of that year like as I was meeting him and it was a different ending so yeah it was like I don't I don't really don't even remember what it was totally but it was it was more hopeful I think it was just like I made up a good date and then Mm. that was gonna be it and then I was like after I met him and it was going well I was like I should end it with him like even if it doesn't work out with him like I feel happy now so whatever and I was like he didn't know about the book until much later and I was like he would be so weirded out like (laughs) (laughs) writing about him um so yeah I I wanted to end it with hope and so the first essay is called we popped and the last one is called we popped and so i think that i wanted to show like we popped like we broke like we mm. fell apart mm. and then the first one being like i mean the last one being like we popped um as like we began we like popped mm. off like yeah you imagine like champagne or like a,
1: you know yeah
0: yeah so, yeah. so I, I wanted to show the there is hope and that it's it's also like like it's it's you're going to go through so many roller coasters like even now I'm single again and it's like I'm happy to be single and and I I feel good and I feel so different than the last time that I was single um and it's like just it's just you go through so many different phases in your 20s I feel
1: mm-hmm. absolutely Well, we know you, uh, you're friends with our friends on seeing other people. And I'm just saying, I think, um, Jonah is your type. So hello. (laughs) you heard it here first. You're so funny. I just, yeah, I just did the
0: podcast last week. Oh, and good. then I also did ask a matchmaker, which I know you guys also um, know Maria too.
1: Yeah. I love really? Maria. Um She She's terrifies amazing. me, but is amazing. I was <laughs> sweating afterwards. I was like, I think I just went on a date with matchmaker Maria. Like, not
0: okay. <laughs> She is so funny. She gets me every Wednesday. I'm like, I, do- I send all of her answers to my friends and I'm like, this is what we need to hear. Yeah. <laughs> this is it, yeah. So oh, she's so good.
1: All right, Jenna. Well, this has been so fun. So I fun. am so excited for you. Thank you so much for sharing your book with us. Where can people find you? Where can they find me in search of you?
0: So you can find me at Jenna Langham on Instagram. Um, and then the book you can find at Amazon or your local bookstore um, of your choice. Um, it's pretty much everywhere that you would buy a book. So, um, coming out May 4th.
1: Star Wars Day. May the (laughs) 4th be with you. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Yeah, so exciting. Thank you guys so much for having me. I absolutely love this.
1: Cheers, cheers to you. Thank you for this book, truly. (laughs) And yeah, we're just so excited for you. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for listening to Swiped Out. out. <laughs> you know the drill. You can follow us at Swiped Out Pod on Instagram and Facebook. Keep up with us and check out our new merch at bonfire.com. Link in bio. And if you like what you heard, make sure to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Bye. Cause,
2: cause, cause yeah. no Can we do it like we do it?